Hi, my name is Dung Jikar, and welcome to The Works. Okay, so welcome, Sarah. How are you? Hi, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Very good. So I invited you to uh, today for, to the podcast because I saw your, your profile, and it's uh, so inspiring, and um, obviously pertains to yoga, which is an interest of mine. So why don't you tell me more about uh, what you do? Uh, I am a, um, a yoga teacher. Um, I've been a yoga teacher for about six years now, but I've been doing yoga about 10 years. Um, and I mainly teach, I teach everything, but uh, my passion is to teach Ashtanga yoga, which I can explain more about, and vinyasa. It's more of like a power yoga, I guess you could say. I do yeah. teach gentle and all sorts of other kinds as well. So what's the difference between those, 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 the two main ones that you mentioned? Um, well, the Ashtanga basically is like the root of all the other power yoga, vinyasa yoga, all comes from Ashtanga. And Ashtanga, though, is a set sequence. Um, okay. So it came out of the palace back in Mysore, you know, back in the 19, 1900s, uh, late 1900s, um, or early part of the century. And um, it grew into two different branches. But the, so the Ashtanga is remained, there's set sequence and people practice um, series. And there's like six series. Most people do one or two. Um, and then vinyasa is taking a lot of those poses and some other stuff as well, and hatha yoga mixing it all up. But it's it's a very it's all about the breath. It, both practices are breath centered, nice. so they're involved around connecting with your breath and, and one breath, one movement. Or in Ashtanga's case, you have five breaths and a lot of the poses. Very nice. So, what inspired you to, or what got you started in the 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 practice of yoga? Well, oddly, funnily enough, I discovered it in an acting class in Toronto. Oh, nice. Um, okay. When I was 28, yep, I was doing a theater um, class and the warm-ups were yoga. Now, I had been a dancer, so movement was something that, you know, is, is a crucial part of my life. And um, and all sorts of dance of any kind and personal training, I got into that field. But there was something about these warm-ups that it was, again, it was about like just connecting to your body with your breath and it was just a little different than anything else i'd done before i found it very grounding and very calming and i i was kind of hooked i didn't follow it up regularly for a while after that but that's how i discovered it very nice yeah here in here in montreal it's like a a in the past i would probably say five six years uh became like a super trend um it was always popular before, but I guess it became kind of more of a trend now, more than anything. And um, but I've tried it, so I, I jumped into the trend at one point, and I tried it. And I have I have some typical, like you know, the typical guy back pain, like old athletes, and all the pains are coming back. And so I tried it, and it worked wonders for me. So, mm -hmm. and does that? Um, so how do you how do you go about teaching your classes now that with all all this stuff happening? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess like the rest of the world, right? Everything's moved on to Zoom and online. Yeah. Um, and it's been it was um it, it's been quite a shift, but I think I took to it pretty naturally because I do have a bit of a theater background as well um, as the yoga and the film and television theater. So, you know, I'm not like technically that oriented still with the new stuff, but, um, but it was still really hard because especially teaching a breath centered 
class, you can't hear people breathe. And you also can't, you know, react to people in the room. So it's really been quite a shift. Yes, yeah, um, but I've loved, that, I've loved it's it. It's missing that uh, that social interaction, I guess. Exactly, right? and then just reading, like feeling people's energy, is a huge part of teaching, and knowing when to dial it down, when to you know just the pacing and everything. So that that was weird to get used to at first, and just of course the you know I joke a lot in my classes, and I miss that hearing people are laughing or not. I still joke in my Zoom classes, but I don't know if they're laughing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. But it's great. I mean, it's allowing people, especially given that we're in this incredibly stressful situation, it's giving people tools um, to, to continue their practice. And yeah, it's, it's amazing. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I'm very into uh, this whole uh, self-improvement, mindfulness stuff. So how, how does yoga or how did yoga or your practice um, help you kind of like in the mental or spiritual state of, of your being. That's a, do you have 10 hours? <laughs> Go ahead. Have as, long as, have as long as you want. <laughs> or more. No. Um, so how did it help me or just in general, you're saying, yeah. how did it help me? Yeah. yeah. It's, so the, the idea why yoga, the physical postures of yoga, of course, were created in order for people to be able to sit still and meditate. Um, that's really why, I mean, the, the whole the idea of mindfulness is just to be able to sit and observe your thoughts without reacting uh, instantly to them. And, but it's hard, and especially for us in the West, uh, you know, go, go, go lifestyle and everything. It's most of us and me included, and I don't even have, a, I feel like a strong a meditation practice as I should, meditation meaning just sitting quietly and observing my thoughts, I much prefer to move for 90 minutes or 75 minutes first, and mm -hmm. then I'm able to sit. Um, but even the practice of yoga with the postures, linking the movement, the breath, is the whole idea is to stay in the present moment. You're not thinking about the past. You're not worrying about the future. Um, you're really in the present, and that allows you to kind of be a little bit an observer, um, observer of your thoughts and your patterns. Um, and especially with the Shtanga, which is why I think I gravitated towards it so much because you're doing the same sequence, not okay. for everybody, but for me, I love it because you realize by doing the same thing each time, you're not different. Your body's not different. Your thoughts aren't different, you know, day to day, hour to hour, week to week, month to month. And on top of that, you are able to observe the patterns that come up very e a little more easily that way. Like you notice what you do when you are confronted with challenge or when you're tired or, you know, all these different things. Um, but the whole, the mindfulness part is that you learn. And of course it all starts physically for everyone. It starts physically, you know, at all, we all tend to come to yoga. Like I just want to get more flexible or stronger exactly. or both. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and like you hear that it makes you a little calmer maybe or something, <laughs> but, and when you start, it is like, you're just trying to learn the postures, but the more you do it and you become a little more comfortable in the, poses, the more you can kind of understand how it works on a more mental, mindful, or mind level, um, yeah. as well as the, the spiritual level. And that's, again, another, I, I kind of, that's a whole other topic. Um, and I'm happy to talk about it. But the, the observer part, then you learn that you have this ego, this third voice that wants to always create a story and form an opinion about what you're doing. Yeah. You know, absolutely. that's not, and then, and once you learn that it's like crazy and then they, hopefully you can kind of take that off the mat into the rest of your 
your daily life doesn't always work. But, yeah, for <laughs> but sure. It's a practice. It's a practice. <laughs> You're practicing that. Yeah. Yeah, that was the that was the. See, I come from a more uh, meditation background, so I have oh, a med- cool. I have a meditation practice. Um, and then when I started yoga, funny enough, I had such a difficult time, like keeping my concentration and I, in my, my mind was just like, oh my God, am I doing this right? Am I, am I holding the stance right. right? Am I breathing properly? Am I breathing mm-hmm. at the right time? And I, my mind was just <laughs> everywhere when I started. So I was trying slowly, slowly got better, but, um, it's just, I guess I was missing that, uh, that uh, coach to kind of like direct me in the right way or the right path. And so what kind of meditation did you start with? Were you doing before? Uh, basically, it was uh, a lot of breath work. That was the, mm-hmm. It started with that. Um, basically, it was a, a long, long time ago. I got into some, some situations that um, caused a lot of stress in my life. And some, some of my friends or one of my friends actually recommended me this book. And it was a Buddhist uh, mindfulness book. So I started reading that and slowly from that, I kind of just went into, you know, what's Buddhism, um, not the religion, but more the, mm-hmm. the way of thinking and uh, the spiritual way. And I kind of like started researching. I got so attracted by their way of thinking and I just continued and diving deeper and deeper. And then it led me one thing to another to obviously meditation and just practicing a different approaches just to find which one would work best for me. And oddly enough, the one that works best for me is walking meditation, which Ah, is completely, you know, everybody thinks, okay, sit down in, in a quiet room, no thoughts, nothing going on. But actually walking meditation for me is probably the best. I get the best results from that. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I've done some of that. Um, here at the Zen Center in Minneapolis, and then just you know, and then on my own, basically, yeah. And his is the is the trend there of meditation or yoga um, popular in in your neck of the woods or? Well, so I moved here um, from Toronto. I was living also in LA before that, but um, about fifteen years ago, and there was then and still is a huge, and I didn't realize this, um, a huge health and wellness community here because you have the Mayo Clinic, the Hazelden, all the recovery centers here okay. uh, and all the like huge companies, um, lots and lots of medical companies and um, corporations are based here, Best Buy, um, Target. I mean, all of them. Um, so you get a lot of people doing a lot of corporate stuff as well who need, nice. <laughs> who need yoga. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. one of the places I teach here is room and board, which is a furniture place, but they have their own, uh, studio and classes and everyone can and do yoga and all the other stuff there, which is pretty cool. But yeah, there's, um, it's, it's everything here. You get, you get core power, which is more heated, uh, heated yoga is big here probably cause it's freezing cold 12 months of the year. <laughs> <laughs> no, not unlike Montreal, but, um, yeah. And what else you get a very, like you can really find anything you want here. Yeah. Nice. And how, yeah. uh, if I would ask you like, um, what would you recommend uh, people that are interested in like starting this, like from your experience, like what's the best approach or best way to, 
to kind of get started or exploring in the practice? I think you kind of, you kind of have to try everything. I mean, you find maybe through friends, so you have some sort of recommendation. Um, obviously, it's different at the moment, but uh, with when things get back to normal, like just try things out. Try a, a hatha class, you know, slow. Try a gentle class. Try a yin. Try a power yoga. Like just because not everybody, not everybody, um, not every kind of yoga sort of fits. Like you'll find you'll find what, and, and it'll change. Just maybe start with one thing. I started with more gentle, and then I discovered the Ashtanga and it's like, Oh, I love this, you know, but it took a while. I tried Kundalini. I tried all sorts of them. I tried everything really. Yeah. Nice. Um, and I, you know, you have to keep in mind too, one that it's going to change and two, that what you don't like may be exactly what you need. <laughs> so I hate sitting, like I hate the slow restorative and yet I'm sure I, because of that, I probably need it more than I do it. But, <laughs> but just, but to start with, um, you should, you, yeah, just try it all. And don't get discouraged too, because it's very easy to, if you get into a certain class and, you know, you can find everything, you can find competitive, it's not supposed to be competitive, but you can find a kind of competitive environment. You can, you can find the kind of places that you feel just like herded in and herded out again. Like, you know, it may be, I don't want to judge, like not a gym because gym classes and teachers are, as you know, great. Mm -hmm. um, but it just, there'll be different studios that will have a vibe that so just, I'd say like, don't try and then say, no, I don't like this. It's not for me. You know? Yeah, for sure. Been there, yeah. been there, done that. I've done and, it. And I and, have uh, too. <laughs> been there, done that. But I, it, I changed my mind quickly when, when you find out that, you know, you're actually doing it for yourself. So it changes yeah. a bit here. What's great is that you can go online now and especially now all the, like every teacher I can almost any, everyone I can think of is offering online, like some of them on Instagram, a lot of them are offering free live classes. So, yeah. you, you know, you can try it out for free, which is, I mean, you know, I'm taking advantage of that. It's like, oh, cool. I've always wanted to take with this teacher or that teacher. Yeah, exactly. As it's, well it, as all the different apps too. Yeah. Our options are, are almost unlimited right now. There's, there's yeah. so much, there's so much out there for every, every domain that's, uh, which is good. That's why sometimes we, we swear at, at technology and we get mad yes. at it, but on the other side of it, it, uh, it makes a lot of possibilities uh, there for us. So yes. if we go and back, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, yeah. sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say, I guess I feel the need, the teacher in me feels the need to say, you know, I do recommend though that everybody, because I get this question a lot, but, but does go to a studio if you can, because it is good to have the eye of an experienced teacher to start with. I mean, if you want to take it home, then you prefer home practice or you're a mom with kids and you can't make it to the studio, but it's, it's, it is important to have someone who can just maybe catch certain patterns that you might have that are not safe for your body, like basic stuff. Exactly. And I think that was, yeah. I, it's good that you brought that up. Cause I think that's what happened to me. Cause at the beginning I started with, uh, you know, YouTube videos and I saw, okay, let me try to follow. And right. and it's, it's difficult cause you don't have like, okay, you know, that little adjustment that you need, uh, is not there. You kind of have to figure yes. it out on your own. And then yeah. once I started practicing with, with someone else and friends, I was like, Oh, okay. Now it makes sense. Okay. Now I understand. <laughs> so <laughs> YouTube videos are great, but they're not, they're not always the best when you're, you're starting off. So yes, exactly. So when you go back to, when we go back to this whole, um, spiritual stuff and self-development mm -hmm. uh 
Uh, I know you have some stuff to uh, to share with us in that regard. So, what has it done for you personally? Um, so, what's interesting is that the especially the past I'd say three years again when I really devoted myself to a, a pretty much a daily practice, and the daily practice doesn't mean ninety minutes each day or a class. It just means getting on the mat and quieting my mind for a few moments and whether it becomes 90 minutes or not or something else for two hours, four hours. But um, I began to kind of look back. I, the more I understood the movement of energy, so yoga is, is the idea of yoga, one of them in a more of a physical sense is it actually moves energy. So if you study especially Kundalini or even in Ashtanga, you, you have this idea that there's a, a whole bunch of stored energy at the base of your spine and that's kind of a coiled serpent kundalini um and you are by moving you're liberating the energy up your nervous system um up your spine along the the nadis the nerve channels that come out from your spine mm -hmm. uh, and you're so you're actually moving energy um and i mean of course you think about it, you're thinking well if you're doing sun salutations of course you're moving but it becomes quite uh then you have the chakras which i'm not gonna I'm not an expert on the chakras, but they're energy centers. Um, is it, is in the it body. something? Is it something similar? To um, well, they're yeah, they're all connected. It's part of this whole. It's connected to the nervous system, and they're these just uh, you know. There's there's a. It starts with the root chakra, and then you have the solar. You have the um, I can't remember them right now. Solar plexus, <laughs> and it, I mean, there's like there's a, there, each part of your body has a chakra, mm -hmm. which is like a center of energy. But, and that's, again, it's a whole study, which is fascinating. And they're connected to, like, your root chakra is connected to your, uh, whether you're grounded or not grounded. Um, and if you, you know, you take a, you can get books on this and look online about it. For sure. Um, but it, it, it very much applies to traits that you might, and, and, and things that you will notice or not notice. Um, so for me, I discovered when I started studying this stuff early on that I, I definitely had a blocked, it's called a blocked um, root chakra. So I had issues around that when it comes from feeling safe and secure. And, and it, again, it gets very, very detailed. Um, but that along with just experiencing physically, uh, I, I kind of looked back on my whole life from a different perspective in terms of just energy and how, energy if we keep if it's directed inwards it can lead to anxiety and stress and depression and all that if it's directed outwards too much it can be different you know there's like a balance and you're always working with energy and yoga mm -hmm. and it's ideally though you're you're balancing you know yin yang you're working to balance energy and there's nothing i found so i suffered from horrible panic attacks um anxiety depression in my 20s really debilitating um and along with therapy um i so i i dabbled a bit here and there with yoga but nothing much and then when i really got into it though nothing has helped nothing has helped me like i don't have panic attacks anymore um i it, it regulates your nervous system yeah uh, and so you're, you're able to just be calmer i mean it's kind of the stereotype of the calm and i'm not like if you see me with my kids i'm not calm at all <laughs> so it's not, it's not like i'm calm all the time yeah uh, but I'm able to come back to that place. I know what to do. I have the tools in my toolbox, basically, with yeah. yoga to regulate my own emotions, my own energy a little bit more. Um, and in terms of spirituality, I mean, I, I, it can get 
um, I, I've come to believe in like some stuff that, that I don't think I believed in before. Just the way things like that, just the way there's a lot out there that I don't, that we don't understand um, in terms of dimensions. It can get very like woo woo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to go there too much right now. And I'm still exploring that myself, but the more important part to me. So I do believe it, it did change my whole outlook um, and it gave me a lot of reassurance that, um, so I grew up, uh, half Jewish, half Protestant, um, one parent each, uh, not religious at all, totally secular, but we had those traditions and I, mm -hmm. you know, learned some stuff, but Buddhism for me has completely changed everything. It, it, I've be, it's given me a way to kind of look at the world, look at the cycle of life and death and can be completely just calm and accepting and, and it's all, there's a lot, as you know, about acceptance in Buddhism and, yep. and working with cycles. Yeah. So it's, and I have a lot more to go there. I'm, I really want to study a lot more about Buddhism. Uh, but, but I connect that to, that came about directly because of my practice. Very interesting. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Like I'm just listening to you um, explain all this and, and talk about it. And it's what fascinates me the most is how everything is linked yes interlinked right yes and it's it's um that's what that's what fascinates me the most in in all of this is that you know you could work the mind but if you don't work your 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 physical aspect while well, you're not grasping everything and vice versa so if you're yeah. working only your body and not your mind it's it's kind of like the same you're missing out on something so it's it's super fascinating when you're talking about how everything is interlinked and it just leads you to um, grow more and learn more. And just because it's never, it never ends kind of like this yes. cycle. So Exactly. And then there's the, there is an expression, I think it is from Buddhism, like the beginner's mind, which is that you never, like the more you learn, the less you know. And you, exactly. if you come at it from the beginner's mind perspective, it's like there's just the curiosity and it, it's endless um yeah. Yeah, it's but at keep, the same time keeping it's, that beginner's it's a, mind yes yeah and in the practice as well like there's no there there's no destination in yoga there's only the path there's no like you can get a pose and, and when you start out and you kind of get in a more advanced physical practice you can kind of get into the striving mentality like well i can do this now and i want you know handstanding and this and that and it, it it's its own kind of materialism. And there's also spiritual, spiritual materialism that can come up too, where you're like, I'm going to get to this level of enlightenment or this kind of level of something. Mm -hmm. and, and then it's going to be all great. You know, and you don't ever get there. you start, the more you do it, the more you learn, there's, there's no there there. It's just the, the journey, you know, and there's a, my favorite expression is it's not about whether you can touch your toes. It's what you learn on the way down. And the oh, same applies to the, nice. to the spiritual side of it. It's like, there's, the more you learn the less you know but the more it's also it gives you too and like it's reassuring so yeah i like that saying it's cool yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, and that's it you, and it's uh, good it's good for beginners people say i can't do yoga i'm not flexible yeah. well a actually you're probably the best you've got an advantage over someone to whom it comes easy and they can you know and it's also like that's why you do it <laughs> yeah exactly that's yeah. A, that's an interesting way of uh, thinking about it. i wish i knew this when when i first started doing uh, yoga or some stretching practices. <laughs> me, me too. <laughs> For sure. So I have another quick question that I love uh -huh. 
asking people, and it's something that I ask myself um, pretty much every day, is if you would have to give yourself advice to yourself, but 10 years younger, what would it be? Just just 10 years ago, huh? Mm-hmm. Or as far Ooh. back as you want to go, it's up to you. Okay. <laughs> I knew everything. No, I'm kidding. Um, that's a really good one. Um, definitely to, to just not, (laughs) to not think so much, to stop thinking so much and just to like stop overthinking and stop thinking so much. Yeah. I'd say like I, because again, 10 years, I was just kind of discovering more of this. Um, I discovered I was, there was a year where I was really into yoga a lot. Then I had my kids and I like eight years with two kids. I kind of just was doing it once a week. So, mm-hmm. but before, but so let's say go back 20 years for me and absolutely like just, um, just, you know, stop worrying about the future. <laughs> like the future will take care of itself. And I, cause I was like the biggest worrier <laughs> and yeah. anxiety is, it's tricky because anxiety is physiologically based in many ways as well. Exactly. And so, you know, I just, I just wish I, if I, the younger you can do yoga, the better, I think. So, but yeah, I would tell myself just stop, stop worrying about the future. Nice. And do yeah. you think, do you think yeah. that and don't uh, worry about being too old to do something? <laughs> Cause I was very worried about that. Like, like then it's going to be too late. I'm going to be too old. And like I started every, I had my kids a little bit later and I started my, I found my path a bit later and it's it's great. It's like there's a time there's a time for everything. Yes. That's number one. Season. And two, yep. I, I I strongly yeah. believe that age is just a number. Yep. So that's that's what I'm going with. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true though. And it, actually yoga makes in yoga years I'm much younger than I am in my chronological years. How what does I, that mean? Like How a dog, does that it's work? Like do- like dog years right okay okay. i call it i call it yoga years so i'm I'm 29 in in yoga years (laughs) (laughs) nice (laughs) and um my other uh my other question is you brought it up before is like you know overthinking do you think today people it's a question i ask a lot do you think people Uh today uh think too much or not enough oh wow you know (laughs) <laughs> That's it's so hard because we also we both think, but we have less time to think because we're so much consumers now exactly. with with the internet, and so it's consuming, consuming. I think even for myself, I I I, I tend to consume more than I allow myself time to unplug and just think. So, if, for example, one of my goals is to go on a vipassana retreat, the meditation where it's silent meditation. Um, for those who don't know what it is and you go from you know, anywhere from two to t- like, I don't even know what the longest is. You can go a long time. You have no, you just unplug and you don't talk to anybody. And I think it's scary to me because I like to talk, which is yeah. <laughs> podcasts are perfect for me, but, but so. So that's, that's one really, of the things you want to do. It is very much yeah. so. Yeah. Okay. And it's, again, it's just been hard with my, I, I don't want to be out of touch with my kids. So I don't like that idea, but. Yeah. Um, they probably will like it in a few more years. They'll be like, yeah, go mom. <laughs> Just go. It's okay. We're good with that. They'll push you to go. <laughs> yeah. What? You're going to be quiet for, and then I'll get them to go. Um, but it's, yeah, I think I, for me, I definitely 
I feel like we we consume so much and we kind of just people tend to spout things off without thinking. So I, I would probably say I, I'd like people to think a bit more, maybe. Okay. What do you, what do you think? Um, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit of both. I think the reason, the, the reason why I say that is yeah, people do need to think more before they speak or act. Yep. Um, cause today, I mean, it's with, with, uh, you know, let's say the internet and social media and all that, it's so easy to blur out whatever is on your mind without thinking about it before you actually Mm -hmm. post something or share something. Yes. Um, So, yes, to think more about that. But then when you're coming to the other side of, let's say, like a creative side or uh, if you you have certain goals that you want to or activities that you want to accomplish if you think too much about those mm-hmm. then you're 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 just delaying your process right so it's like just Completely. go ahead and do it absolutely just do it yes just do it this is like he says yeah and i i do i think if i had just one answer to give i would say less thinking and more listening to yes. to oneself to listen inside and that's certainly one thing yoga has really shown me it's like you you look and now again with all this access with the answer must be out there somewhere. I'm going to find it. And it's, it's in you. It's always in you. You all, everybody knows really what to do. I think about if, when you're making a choice, it's daily choice, a larger choice, a life choice, you know, anything. Um, it's about trusting and intuition and we all have that ability, but we, we have to learn. It's like anything you need to, to learn the skills to listen. Yeah. It's like you were saying before that the, the, you know, we're, we're over consuming these days. And we're, it's a lot we're, of noise. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of noise. And we, we don't, like you said, we don't listen to ourselves anymore. So we're, we're listening to everything else but ourselves. So it's, yep. uh, that's the, the, I think that's where the overthinking and not thinking enough comes in. It's a very, right. uh, very tricky question. It is. Yep. It's a good so, one, though. Yeah, always. <laughs> uh, so if, um, if you uh, people want to come and uh, check you out on um, on your platform or social media, where could they find you? Because you, so have, an, you ins- have an interesting profile. That's why I'm <laughs> <laughs> interesting. I like the word. Um, so yes, I'm, I'm on Instagram, Lightful Yogini 2.0, and the 2.0 is because I was hacked a year ago. Um, oh boy! And so yeah, I had a 75k account. Uh, 75,000 followers and which I'd built up and um, over three years I think it was and it got hacked just before they brought in the two-factor authentication oh boy. and that's so, a whole story it's yeah so you had to restart so, your whole your yeah whole I tried okay. yeah I tried to get it back um, through Instagram I try tried everything I even paid my hackers and I'm like the only Instagram yogi who paid their hackers and didn't get their account back. <laughs> it's really it's sad, but it's crazy. But you know, so I, it's kind of a good, the best lesson you can get in non attachment. It's like I, Absolutely. I was determined not to let them get the last word. So, because I'm just a very determined person. So I started again and I built it back up uh, yeah. to what it is now. And, um, you know, I'm less attached ultimately to what following the followers I have, but it's really important to me to, to not have given up and have them win because it's stealing. It's stealing a lot of years of work um, from me. But anyways, um, so yeah, that's where I am. And I, 
I have some pretty crazy stuff. If you've seen it, you know, I've got some crazy yeah. physical postures and it's that account. It's, it's yoga, but it's not yoga. It's creative expression. It's my photography writing skills. It's playfulness. It's stuff like that. It's, so there's some teaching stuff for sure, like handstand exactly. drills. And, and I'm going to have more stuff on there like that. Um, coming up, I'm going to be working with a couple of apps and I'll be, have live streaming uh, classes and people can subscribe as well. There's some That's really awesome. fun, exciting stuff coming up yeah very soon um but so that's so that's i just have to preface that by saying that that stuff like people see that stuff and it's like they kind of get maybe like i'm expected to do that it's like no 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 i teach beginning as well yeah yeah but you could tell that it it comes from uh from also an artistic background like you said so it's very uh it's it's very inspiring for for me when i look at it it's very uh it's it's most of them I, I will never be able to do in my lifetime ever, no matter how much practice I do. But um, no, I never say never. <laughs> You're limiting yourself with your mind there. <laughs> very true. Very true. Yeah. And um, so that's it. So is there a message that you would love to share with uh, the world or your yoga community? If you had one message to to share Ooh. with the people. Just one. I know there's just one. I've got many, but or a um, few. <laughs> not, well, do yoga. <laughs> I'm a pusher. I'm a yoga pusher. I'm going to say do yoga because there's nothing. I mean, obviously, I believe in it, but I every I, no one's ever done yoga and regretted it. I mean, whether you do it a little bit or a lot, um, and uh, just to remember that really, you know, we're not alone. That's certainly what helped me with the online community was connecting with a lot of other like-minded people. Um, but the pro just doing yoga itself was really a reminder. Uh, we can feel really isolated, especially if you suffer from anything like depression or you think you're the only one going through it or whatever it is that's difficult, any suffering you can tend to, you feel very alone. And it's just my message would be that you're not alone. And there's always people to connect with who are going through the same thing. Super inspiring. Super nice. Nice message. That's a good one. And um, okay. So thank you for, for joining us today. It was a pleasure. It thank was, you so much for having super me. Super nice and super inspiring okay. to have you here. And um, we'll definitely keep in touch. And yep. uh, I'll go check out your, your stuff and let me know when um, your other projects are out. I will. I definitely Perfect. will. Merci bien. <laughs> <laughs> <Very> <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> that was cute. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good day. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.